Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are taking the elevator today, going up, up, up and away. Up and away. I am with that, Jen. Um, Just wanted to say something real quick because we don't really know how to address Diversity Month in its complete wholeness. So we just wanted to say, you know, for those of us that are out here in this struggling, difficult world that um, it's not too hard to survive, but it is it does pose challenges from time to time and all uniqueness and all differences can help bring people together. Absolutely. So happy diversity month is what we will definitely say today. Yeah. And I believe what we're talking about has a part in that today because we're talking about um, ourselves and focusing on valuing and respecting your uniqueness mm-hmm. and who you are. So, Gory, before we get started, first of all, happy Wednesday, middle of the month already. Isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It's just yeah. blowing by. So what's good so far for you? I know last episode you shared about the upward trend for um, It's All Right. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Um, We're getting radio plays in Italy and Germany and Brazil, Colombia. And I'm just rattling. Yeah, I'm just rattling these countries off, but I'm so not taking it for granted. Believe me, you. um, This is so far past my wildest dream. I did not anticipate any of this happening. And so, yeah, it's, it's great that it is. And I'm just enjoying the ride. Right? It's like that breathe in, breathe out moment. It's like, is this really happening? Yes, it is. <laughs> is this really my life? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, I take the bad with the good and I take yeah, the good with right. the bad. That's right. I love that. Um, let's see. What's been good about, well, first of all, I want to make sure to give a birthday shout out. Jerry Lynn has been on our show and she's such an amazing, beautiful, giving, happy, funny person. Yeah. Want to make sure to say happy birthday, Jerry Lynn. Happy birthday, Jerry Lynn. I don't know um, too many other birthdays in April. We did have a birthday um, recently for Lydia, who's a very good friend of ours. Happy birthday, Lydia. Yes, Lydia. We love you and hope you had a great birthday. Yes, and Kelly. Kelly, who is an avid listener, and I love the feedback she gives us when she has it to give us. Yes. So happy birthday, Kelly. Sorry we're late in these things. Time just kind of crept up. And and I have to say this, Kelly, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's an inside thing. I love that you have inside things with people. So today we're going to talk about um, ourselves and valuing valuing who we are. You know, recently, Corey, we did a professional development event at um, the place we work at. And so my team and I, we were talking about the art of communication. And one of the first things we laid down is the foundation is that No one is here to change you. This is not a workshop about how to do and what to not do. Right. Right. But just to really take in who you are as individuals and respect and be in awe of the uniqueness that you bring. Right. We'll just say it in diversity. Yeah. So, um, 
man, I was in this book, and if you've not read this book yet, it's a very fun, easy read. It's called Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. I think I've mentioned this before. And so books like this really speak to me because they're these quick snapshots of a concept and the author's thoughts on it. And so it leaves a lot of room for you to reflect and grow on and build off of. So those are the types of things that call to me. And so, um, Corey, I wanted to read some things that Vec shared in this book and just kind of talk about it. Sure. Would that be cool? Absolutely. And let me give a prelude to this, is while we value who we are and respect who we are, some of the noise or some of the things that keep us from going there is what people think we should be. So we become people pleasers, crowd pleasers. We go where everyone's going. We follow like sheep, right? And so people have these overall opinions on how to do the thing. And so we think that's the way to do it. Or they have a label for a certain way that you behave. And so we take on that character trait and feel that pressure. People think that as you get older, peer pressure lessens. To some, not. It does not. (laughs) I mean, it's really strange, but it does not. As a matter of fact, you know, in the music world, um, they do this really annoying thing to me. So, like, if there's an artist that comes out and does a really, um, does a good song, Mm -hmm. but does very well in the charts, Mm -hmm. um, other record labels then try to reproduce that same type of person same type of energy same type of song and so then you have like seven eight copycats coming out Mm. that almost sound identical and then so that's why the trend for rap music pop music okay hip-hop music and it all sounds the same and people are like why does the music all sound the same well the record companies want to want the same success that someone else had instead of just being creative and enjoying the uniqueness of one another individual wow so they mass produce it yeah ah so i was reading this thing in this book and it's kind of like that and i've already done this with you but play with me as if you hadn't done this with me already sure i'll be excited (laughs) (laughs) so say silk 10 times out loud silk 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 what do cows drink milk (laughs) Right. So what that just did is prove that these are things that people do in marketing. They're intentional things that make you think a certain way and behave a certain way. Yeah. Right. Which is so interesting. So like if I were to tell a story, a very detailed story about how I got um, lost somewhere and I couldn't find my way out. And the question immediately that I'd ask you is here's a word, fill in the blanks with letter letters, S-T blank C-K. I can pretty much predict the word you're going to pick is stuck mm. because of the story I've, sh- I've shared with you. Yes. And so these are the ways that trickery and deceit and, pro- you know, the way they get you to say yes to certain things. Right. That's all I'm going to say. That pretty is interesting, very huh? interesting. Yeah. yeah. And they, they say this too, like, if you want someone to say yes, you ask them a bunch of questions or say some things where they're already in yes mode. And that's why I'm very careful 
when I'm talking to someone to not be so in the habit of saying yes mm-hmm. or nodding. I'll just go, hmm, right? Because if my mind is in that mindset of, yeah, yes, sure, why not? <laughs> then they're probably going to get me at the very end. Right. Okay. So here's some, and I'm reading again from this book, Good Vibes, Good Life. Um, they will call you quiet because you're perfectly happy in silence. I know that's happened to you a lot. Quite a bit. And I've seen it. And I've done it too. Why are you so quiet? <laughs> What's wrong? There's that too. They yeah. think something's wrong with you something's because wrong. you're in silence. Yeah. Um, they will call you obsessed for being passionate about the things you love. Been there too. Talk to me more about that. Passion makes people focus. Focus mm-hmm. makes people block out some noise, some ignorance, some unimportant things. And so it would make one think that there's an obsession there because you have the ability to block out some of the things that are going on around you. Uh, Most people can't block out. That's why they're addicted to the TV or to the radio or to something that will distract them. That's the only thing that can get their mind off of other things. Yeah. Here's one, too, where people question what you're passionate about. Has that ever happened to you? All the time. Oh, my goodness. So if there's something, like, I love to decorate. And I've said before, I'm the accessory to the accessory girl. And some people give me, like, dude, when when do you stop? Like, why do you just keep decorating? Why do you have to move things around or change things up? And even more so, uh, not to take away from your, because Mm -hmm. I've heard people say that to you. But you'll clearly say that Corey and I decorate. And they'll say, Jen, you do such a lovely job. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, what's that about? You're just going to totally ignore it. What's that about? It's almost like there's that bias or that preconceived notion that if a home is decorated like a home, or it's got to be the woman doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, it is totally a tag team effort. I think the only space that you don't co-create with me, but you definitely let me know if it, like, how you feel about it, what kind of vibes it's given you is my office. Yeah. But, yeah, everything else, we decorate. People come in here and they say, ooh, I love your cake plates. That's such an awesome collection. Not mine. That's Corey's. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and people are like, what? Why? Okay. <laughs> So I welcome being called obsessed for things I'm passionate about. Yeah. Because that's what passion looks like. Right? People say, oh, you're a workaholic. No, I'm getting my work done between eight and five most days. And I'm passionate about the work I do. So that's what that looks like. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for noticing. All right. Here we go. They will call you rude for not engaging in social pleasantries. Hmm. I don't, I, I have not. So here's the thing that I'm going to just admit. There are some social pleasant pleasantries that I will make myself be in and do because it's part of the requirement. Yeah. When there are just times where I just don't feel like it or it's not that kind of day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Can you imagine what it would be like if you walked into, into an event and I wasn't socially Walking around. I, I've, I've been there. And most people are like, is Jen okay? Yes. 
Is everything all right? What'd you do to her? <laughs> Did something happen on the way here? Yeah. Come on. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just that. Um, they will call you arrogant for having self-respect. Ah, mm. uh, I want to say on that one because Why? I think a lot of this for me had to do with you and I in the beginning of our relationship, um, especially as you were going towards your healing part. Um, I heard your voice in a different way. You know, I heard you as a non-addict. Yeah. And that was really strange for me. It wasn't the person I had known. And all of a sudden, and honestly, I was like, oh, you you are bold. Or <laughs> you're just going to rise up. <laughs> you know, because I wasn't used to that. Right. To that. So, um, yeah, when people say that you're arrogant and it's simply self-respect. Mm-hmm. You know, so, Corey, I'm going to ask you this because you... Um, subject yourself to feedback literally every night. You go into your studio, you look at the feedback you're getting from curators, like you have intentionally sought out people's opinions and feedback on your music. How do you process feedback that's not really anything that's nice to hear? It's a process. It takes time, and I have to read it multiple times because when you read a a criticism that's not what you want to hear, mm-hmm. um, you feel some kind of way almost immediately. Yeah. And so I'll pause and I'll read it again. And then it's strangely enough, those words just look and sound totally different the second time around. And I'm mm. like, okay, they're not there. It's not about this or it's not about that. And then as I read it again for the third time, I realize, and there are some that are being rude. But for the most part, um, most of them, I'd say 99.999% of them are really trying to help, really trying to um, give you some uh, way to better yourself and Mm -hmm. and just to give you a little bit more insight. So this one curator told us that, um, and and it's something something simple. He, He said, you're using sounds that would be considered dated. And if you mm. altered some of the sounds, not all the sounds, but he, and then he told me um, what, the one particular song that he was very fond of shouldn't be changed at all, but just in the song that he was curating. See, what he told me was, I'm listening to your whole EP, although mm. you only submitted once. So wh- whatever I submitted was uh, intriguing enough for him to listen to the entire yeah. EP. And then he sent my stuff to another person who offered me a position to write for him. So if I had just got upset and been in my feelings, I wouldn't even got there. I'd have just shut it down. But because I was open to it, I realized that there's more here. There's more value here. That's powerful. So let me ask you something, because some people get feedback in person. Mm-hmm. Um, usually from the people, you know, or person they're reporting to or for the team they're working with. Um, and you said that you had to reread, pause and reread. How do you do that with someone who's right in front of you? Well, <coughs> I'll say like this. Um, I, I tell everyone that I talk to as far as uh, coaching them in interviews or coaching them through um, difficult situations, difficult conversations. 
I tell them there's no rush in answering a question. I mean, of course, you don't want to be rude and take, you know, 10, 15 seconds to respond, but take time to take a deep breath and allow that thought to hit your mind before you just start explaining. It does two things. It allows that person to ask the question or is given the criticism. It allows them to see that you you weren't prepared to just give an answer and you were thinking while they were talking. And number two, it allows you a little bit of time to get the pressure and the weight off of yourself so that you can answer properly. That's really good advice. Really good advice. It's like being authentic to yourself during that process and being okay with slowing things down. Yeah. Right. Oh, good stuff. Feedback for me before was not something I enjoyed. I took everything personally. I'm very competitive. Um, you, you know me from before. Yeah. And now I've just learned it. The way you're explaining it is like, how do I, I grow from this? What do I need to learn from it? And it's someone taking their time to share with you their thoughts like that in itself is valuable. In detail. Yeah, you get a lot of detail on yeah. on your feedback. I think it's wonderful. I love seeing the connection without even knowing that person. The fact that they would take their time in detail, not just listen to the song like you said, but go ahead and listen to your other songs. Yeah, That's powerful. Okay, here's another one. Um, they will call you wrong for having different beliefs. Ugh. Or they label you based on what you believe. Or like, oh, you're one of those. Yeah. And I've had that said straight up. Yeah. And I'm, you know, those have taken me back like, what? That's a whole nother episode yeah, that we could is. jump into instead. I will for. write that as a note. Please do. Because uh, that is one of those things that I'm constantly, because people don't like when you don't think like them. Yeah. People don't like when you don't have the same thought processes they do and when they realize that you don't you're scary to them mm -hmm. and so now it's time to label you and call you a name so that yeah. we can put you on the outside of the group and everybody can look at you strange yeah well i think it's human nature too right to categorize mm -hmm. so especially people are different from you which oddly enough we said we weren't going to touch diversity but a lot of that too has to do with our differences especially yeah. in our beliefs yeah um, and not name calling. Thank you Hello. for those things. <laughs> Here's one. They will call you shy. Well, this one's kind of what we talked about. Social pleasantries. They'll call you shy when you choose not to interact in small talk. Let me take that further. Or they'll call you not engaged. Mm -hmm. You're not being team by, you know, not interacting in small talk. Yeah. Um, I struggle with that a great deal. Um, me not watching sports. And I used to mm. keep up with sports to some degree to be able to just have those small talk conversations. But then it got to a point where I really don't watch sports at all. And so having a conversation about sports is pretty much one of those things I cannot do. And so when when men, women, or anybody begins to talk about sports, I politely dismiss myself because I know I'm not going to add any value to this. So I'm, I probably should. And if someone says, oh, so what's your favorite team? And as soon as I say, well, I don't watch sports, people look at me like. Yes, they do. They, there's a judgment on you. Yeah. I've noticed that. Guess what I say? What's your favorite sport? I said, well, 
Corey got me this jersey, and I think it's the Steelers, and only because it's yellow and black. <laughs> and that's a perfect segue for me to exit that that conversation. Right. Or I'll say, oh, but I used to play sports. Um, and this is a true story, everybody. Four years I played sports in high school, softball and volleyball. I didn't play basketball because I didn't like all the running back and forth on the court. Just didn't make sense <laughs> to me. Um, but anyways, I won most inspirational for both sports every year for the four years. I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> so perfect segue into this statement. They will call you fake for trying your best to remain positive. Mm. And I don't know, I haven't heard that I've been called fake. I've heard that I've been called not dealing with reality mm-hmm. or um, she's too positive. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I say to that is uh, these people don't really know me. Because, uh, yeah, you know. But again, the name calling for things instead of just finding out more about that. Right. I'm sorry. I'd rather be with someone who's real with positivity than real with negativity. There's, you know, you acknowledge it for what it is. And my thing is, is what do I need to learn from this? How can I grow from this? What do I need to release and let go? Because I've just learned it's too much to carry. Yeah. And it's just a lot that goes along with um, trying to maintain a relationship in a negative situation right right um i like this one i'm gonna say this one they will call you not qualified for not being an academic or they'll call you dumb for not being an academic yeah we've we we, was it this episode we started that in or was it we mentioned that last episode yeah yeah um so these are kind of the same they will call you a geek for being a knowledge seeker. I don't I don't run a I don't have a lot of people that think knowledge seeking is like a weird thing to do or no. kind of nerdy. I would have to say a little bit different because um when people find out how much I read and how much I study, um, one of their first statements when they begin to talk about something is I don't study like you, so I don't know about and I'm like mm. It's not about me or about someone else and how much some how much one studies. It's just about I, I'm interested in finding out my truth. I'm interested in finding out what yes. what it is that I need to know and and what it is I'm interested in. Yeah. And I don't think it's okay for me to have heartfelt, deep conversations about things I'm not, I'm not sure about or I don't know anything. That's right. About. And in fact, uh, just listening is a good practice. It's actually a big part of communicating. Right. Is to just listen, especially for the things that you don't know about. Why add something when you're not really adding value? I mean, unless you're asking questions, you know, in curiosity, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to end this episode with this, unless you have something else you'd like to share that's on your mind. Nope. No? Is it good for you? It was really good for me. Good. And thank you for this. This helped me a lot. Oh, nice. Me too. Me too. So in this book, it says you can listen to the crowd or you can listen to your soul and be on your own stage. Oh, that's deep. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, us to take the elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate.